now, Space Coast Real Elite Wrestling presents the only three guys to ever walk out of Area 51 without being probed. Please give a warm welcome to the S. joining space coast elite wrestling real elite wrestling damn we're talking about joey screwing up so anyways uh just wanted to thank everybody for joining us tonight and uh we're gonna go ahead and do our introductions that way you can know each and every one of us i'm captain bill big shot joe or sweet b and then we got this <laughs> b right here no it was sweet d sweet d there you go all right, guys. So uh, this is our very first inaugural podcast. I, dude, I'm pumped, man. I'm I, I've been I've been stoked all week, man. I I've been ready to do this. This when Bill told me that you wanted to have this set up, and we've been talking for a few years about doing one. It it's like it was supposed to come together, man. Yeah, dude. It was it was like, and then we all came together on that uh, our Facebook page, you know, Beyond the Squared Circle. I mean, and it was Logo. just check it out. Yeah, nice logos. <laughs> show yours off. Very nice. His sister the, made those. And Thanks, Ange. Hope you're the best. And here's my... Well, I don't have one. Shit. Um, so I told you we needed to make one. Damn it. All right. All right, so, next time. Yeah. So, uh, we all got into wrestling. I mean, a lot of people don't like wrestling, but, I mean... I know that I got into it as a kid, you know, watching it on a little 13-inch screen TV, watching Hulk Hogan, you know, fade in and out of out of color and stuff. But, I mean, what brought you all into wrestling? Uh, I go back even further than that. I'm, as a kid, I'm talking back in the days of NWA, Gordon Soley, the Four Horsemen in their heyday, and the greatest tag team of all time, the LOD Legion of Doom Road Warriors, mm. Magnum TA. Right. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I just, and then it went from there. Um, and then WCW and ECW, TNA, I, I've watched it all over the years yeah. and just have always been a fan. And, of course, the big one, WWE. Yeah, WWF slash WWE, AEW now. I I mean, and honestly, myself, I was, it was 1998 King of the Ring. My dad's friend Larry, he recorded a video for me to watch because I was dying to see it because my sister's friend Jason was a big fan and he got me into it. So I didn't catch the whole event, but apparently... I kept fighting my parents to stay up late so I can watch it. My mom and dad finally gave in, and uh, Jason was watching it. He was watching it on the couch, and all of a sudden I see this guy in a white shirt getting thrown off of a steel cage contraption called a cell, 
And he goes through an announcer's table. We're all talking yeah. about Mick Foley, of course. Oh, yeah. And from there, I was hooked. Although The Undertaker scared me too bad. Greatest match of all time for me. <laughs> I'll be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, dude. It's, it's easily in my top five. I mean, I you, mean, you had Mick Foley, who pretty much, and, and Vince McMahon has admitted this, you know, there was one thing Mick Foley said in all of his documentaries. Vince McMahon, after that match, told him, I appreciate everything you've done for the business, but I don't want to see you do anything like that again. Well, he didn't listen because he kept doing it. Exactly. But that's why we all love Mick Foley because of what he did to his body every time. And, and that was the guy who got me into wrestling. And that, oh, that was the match. Okay. I was hooked. And then it drove my parents crazy for about 20 years later. Yeah, I, I know that uh, right around the same time, you know, um, WrestleMania the very following year was uh, Shawn Michaels versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Just, yes, just yep, a, 14. Yeah, ju- just an interesting story here is a buddy of mine, um, he is uh, Chris Custer, yes, Space Coast uh, you know, Lawns here, but he... Um, he was over at the house with his wife and my ex-wife at the time. They were both pregnant at the same time. Right, so right. Chris and I went into the kitchen and we're like, hey, so you want to put a little wager on this? You know, whoever uh, wins tonight between Austin and Stone Cold, we're going to name our kid after it. After the winner, Austin and HBK. Right. Yeah. So it was funny because you know Austin wound up won- winning, so his oldest son is Austin, and my oldest son is Sean. That is <laughs> that, my friends, is dedication right oh, there. Yeah. It's awesome. So, but um, so he could have been HBK, bro. No, he could have been HBK. You know, right. I, in all honesty, could be worse. The kids could be Nate Stinger and DDP. Oh, true. Very yeah, true. Yeah, man. Well, yeah, then again, I mean, and DDP and Stinger both had their great merits, man. I mean, they could be... Right, bas- they could, that's they could, odd names. They, they could be Bastion <laughs> Booger and uh, the Brooklyn Brawler. <laughs> the Repo Man. <laughs> Nails. <laughs> Coco Beware. <laughs> I, I dug me some Coco Beware, though, dude. Vince McMahon, listen. Vince McMahon with his gimmicks, though, man, back in the day, 80s, early 90s, even 70s, man... I loved how he had a specific character for something and he found the guy to do it. Like The Undertaker. When Mark Callis was trying to get into the WWE, The Undertaker, for anybody who doesn't know Mark Callis, or Callaway, sorry, uh, he called The Undertaker up. Yeah, that that's one already, guys. Come on, it's only been the first five minutes. Um, so Mark Calloway, aka the Dead Man Undertaker, when he uh, he got a phone call from Vince before he debuted, and they couldn't figure out what they were going to do with him. And Vince McMahon, Undertaker answers the phone. Hello, and Vince says, uh, "Yeah, is this the Undertaker?" And and you know, of course, WWE's calling you. That's the, that's the show. That's the be all. So you're like. Undertaker answered him and said, uh, yeah, man, I'll be your Undertaker. Now, the persona, I do, in my opinion, I know Undertaker took that. Oh, yeah. But Vince came up with the character. Oh, yeah. And that just proves right there that the mind that Vince has for his gimmicks, they were awesome. Even even Goldust, you know, doing his weird stuff. But Goldust hey, is awesome. Dude, I, I loved Goldust. I, I loved Goldust all the way back to the very beginning, man. I mean, even with his... You know, Terry Runnels was out there with them. You know, Marlena at the time with the cigar, man. I was like, how does she not cough with that stuff, man? She's just taking it like a champ. You know, sitting in her seat. I agree. All right, let's move on. All right. 
So, like I said, you guys by the end of the show will say, Joey, uh, you guys talk too much, or you're gonna like it. So we hope you like it. Well, the short and skinny of what we want this show to be is we want this show to be something positive, not your normal podcast that everybody is trying to rip on the current promotions or whatever. But we just want to give a positive outlook. You know, past matches. You know, who the hottest uh, diva was or the hottest female wrestler was. I mean, hell yeah, maybe the hottest guy wrestler. Who cares? But uh, do y'all? I mean, yeah, it depends how Captain Bill's feeling. Buff Bagwell for sure. Oh, Buff he, Bagwell. He, he had the stuff. Buff the I, stuff. I don't know, man. I'm more of a Tyler Breeze. You know, he's Tyler kind of Breeze, yeah, yeah. With the fashion police with the little <laughs> selfie stuff going things. on. Yeah, yeah, that was all yeah, needed. Throw a little Fandango in there. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, we're going to cover stuff like uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. I mean, we don't. I mean, I know that I don't know a whole lot about it, but we're going to try to touch on it. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Ring of Honor, Lucha Underground. We're going to try to uh, all elite wrestling, WWE, WCW, ECW, you name it. TV Impact. That, yeah. So, I mean, we're going to try to to, to talk. Just in case you're watching, Tessa Blanchard, how you doing? (laughs) He digs you. He talks Uh, about you all the time. After he said something... I'm your number one fan now. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the fact that she beats the snot out of guys in wrestling. Right. Because I tell you what, that just brings back the days when I grew up watching. That's why China was freaking amazing. Oh, absolutely. Because she took it to the guys. And I guarantee there were some guys that were afraid to wrestle China because China was no joke. Oh, absolutely, man. With, absolutely. You know, now, like you said, I ain't going to say no negative things for Triple H. I'll... Keep it short and sweet to the point. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm just a fan of wrestling, all wrestling, big time. Oh, yeah. yeah, if it's an entertaining match, I don't care what promotion it is, who it is, I enjoy it. Um, you know, like I said, I mean, I go, I, I go way on back. I, you know, I, I remember when Sting was. Yo, was the the young new guy hair, different colored outfits every week. Uh, and then he know. saw the movie The Crow, <laughs> and that was it. Yeah, he's he's had several changes. He, he is, but I tell you in what, in TNA that he did awesome. his little Joker. He had the Joker kind yeah, of thing was, for a while. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was cool though. I I dug it for reals. You know, and then we've got the uh, the large uh, promotions, and, and we've got, I mean, we even show love to the, the local promotions. You know, we've got Atomic Revolutionary Wrestling with right, Alex right. Red. I mean, a, amazing guy. I mean, just awesome, down to earth. Um, he's actually, I mean, I haven't really been in contact with him today, but he's got a show coming up that he's putting together, Wham Bam Slam, on Saturday, July 27th. Uh, let's see, where is this at? This is at the uh, at the Pro Wrestling 2.0 Center at 44-40 Metric Drive, Winter Park, Florida. Uh, it's an all-ages show, but, I mean, anybody can go out there and, and, and check out this awesome show. But, um, I mean, even Hype Pro Wrestling. Yes, sir. Yeah, Hype Pro Wrestling, uh, th- those guys over there are amazing as well. Um, and, I, and, well, you know, let's be honest. Yeah. Even, even the big superstars that are out there in, you know, uh, AEW, WWE. WWE, TNA Impact, all of them, they all started on a small little independent circuit somewhere, 
you know, they oh, were, yeah, they were really buddies and became somebody. So, and that's part. Of, check it out because you know you never know who the next superstar is going to be. Is going to be absolutely. And, and exactly. the thing, the thing with indie wrestling, you, know, you I can love maybe it. go and watch and me get to meet the next Stone Cold or the next next Rock, Rock or Triple, Triple H, H, exactly, Mick Foley. Yep. Now, the thing about indie wrestling that I love, man, is anytime you go to their show because it is a smaller venue, it's more personable. Where Oh, you yeah. are probably going to walk next to one coming out of the bathroom, or you you're probably going to meet one of them because they do a meet and greet, you know. Or yeah. some of them getting out to their car, you know, they'll stop and talk to the fans, and that's what it's about, man, because they know that the fans is what is going to make them. They know the fans is how they're going to make the bread so that yeah, they can do what they love. Well, doing. some of them might need a ride home. That's yep. it, man. Hey. And, uh, you know, and another thing too, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You know, well, I mean, with the indies and stuff, like you said, you know, it is a lot more personable. Oh, you know, it's and, great. And, and you get NXT one, even right. when they do their house shows, Coco, Florida. Right. Coco, Florida. That's where we're at. Yep. And so, uh, you know, I've gone to a few of those and I've gotten, I've gotten Ric Flair's autograph. I've gotten uh, the uh, uh, Christian Edge, the Miz, because they did NXT shows and they did meet and greets there. And it's like, right. you know, who would have thought, you know, NXT coming to all these shows, you know what I mean? It's uh, coming to these towns. And See, that's two. Joe screwed up again. Oh. Anyways, coming to these towns throughout Brevard County and it's like, man, you know, that's only like 10 minutes from me. I'm going to go. 20 bucks. And then you exactly. get to have a better experience as far as meeting the guys and as far as being personable than you would if you go to a Monday Night Raw. Well, that's show, everybody. Thank you for coming. And you leave. Going to a Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, and any of those big shows are awesome because you got the music, the pyrotechnics, the, the yeah, forget the storylines, the wrestling itself. Right. You know, and, and I'll be one of those guys. I'm one of those lame guys that I do like the soap opera aspect. I do. I'm like, I do too, man. I, like, I, yeah, I used yeah. to joke with my mom, Mom, my stories are on. You got yep. to give me a few minutes. <laughs> yep. yep. It's true. I've always referred to wrestling as a soap opera for men. It okay. is. And, and you know what, damn it? Rightfully so. And men deserve a soap opera. Exactly. So ladies, don't judge your boyfriends or your husbands or your partners. Just let them watch it. That's their soap opera. Exactly. And, I mean, even for some of you ladies out there that like wrestling, tell your boyfriend to, you know, go kick rocks if he has something to say about it. Because, you know... Yeah, we got love for everybody that loves wrestling. So. Absolutely. Yep. If you don't like it, give him a flare chop across the <laughs> chest. <laughs> Almost like that. Bill's gonna end up now. He's That's gonna three. end up. That's three. That's three. Damn it. Now, now you're probably gonna see at some point in the show, Bill. He'll wait a few minutes, and you'll probably just see him knock me out of my chair. I'll probably right. just hit the wall. So, do me a favor. If that happens, yeah. just continue the show, bro. Yes. I'll be yeah, yeah, we yeah. will. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where did Joey go? Yeah, man. But don't worry about that. Well, who was this Joey guy? That's it, man. I, he was good. He was on the. He had a cameo in the first show, and he's yeah. never come back. You know. Yeah, he's. He's like John Cena. He's just a part-timer now. Yeah, man. Hey, hey. More like Brock Lesnar. Cena at least shows up more than Lesnar. Well, not anymore. He's Are making movies he now. He, he's become The Rock. <laughs> Although, The Rock, right. one of the greatest of all time. Uh, let's see. I, I, I can't read some of these messages over there. All right, uh, Grandpa. Joe <laughs> <laughs> stole my Area 51 idea. <laughs> what, what did I do? Joey stole your fifty Area Fifty One idea. 
What are we talking about? Oh, that was the beginning of the uh, the show. Remember whenever I said the uh, we're the only ones that walked out of the uh, Area 51 without getting a probe? Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> hey, babe. I see you there. All right. So um, Ashley Hill says she loves The Miz. Yes, yes, she does. Because he is awesome. I came to play. When my hand goes up, your, your mouth goes, goes shut. shut. Um, I believe we weren't talking about Elias. We were talking about The Miz. But let's move into Elias, because I do like Elias. He's got, he he is talented. I think he has the potential to be a good heel. I, I he really is, do. you know, he yeah. is. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, I don't like his gimmick. I mean, I think he, right now he's kind of fallen short on, well, then again, being a uh, Shane McMahon lackey. I mean, it was kind of, you know, inevitable that he was going to get, you know, pushed to the back a little bit. So You know what I was kind of hoping? Now, this is the Attitude Era in me because I was a huge Attitude Era fan. My thing was when I started seeing Shane doing that and he's now, be you know, the heel, the bad guy, which I like because it's like, ooh, He's starting to be like his dad now again, you know. Right. And I used to love it, though, when he'd be like, hey, Vinnie Mac, big Vinnie Mac, you know, Shane O'Mac. Um, but now you see him getting these guys like Bobby Lashley. You had him, you know, him with, uh, what's the guy, McIntyre. Drew McIntyre, yeah. Elias, you know, and it's like, ooh, maybe, just maybe, right. he's going to bring back the corporation. I would love something like that. I don't know if uh, if they would ever bring back the corporation. I mean, going back to a, um, you know, the, they're trying to keep things fresh and, and they don't want to... True. Go, you don't like backwards. to redo stuff as right. well. Yeah, there's a pen right up there in the... No, up there in the little tray. So, yeah, I you know what? And, and Shane McMahon, I'll say this about him since we're talking about different wrestlers here. Shane McMahon is a wrestler. I don't yeah. look at him as just an on-air talent or he's behind the scenes or whatever. He is a pro wrestler. I mean, the matches he had with Undertaker, well, the match he had with Undertaker, right. the, the Hell in the Cell, no other average wrestler is going to do that. Right. Mick Foley saw that, and Mick Foley was on a smaller cell, and he saw Shane go down. Shane knows he's going to burn out he's just gonna drop on himself not undertaker right you know and and you know that's one of those moments where you're watching and it's like you know that had to freaking hurt oh you yeah know? absolutely there's one thing you cannot fake in pro wrestling ladies and gentlemen is gravity yep uh, no, no grab assing underneath the table y'all <laughs> so i gotta ask the question because it's what everyone is talking about right now when it comes to wrestling. Right, right. right. Bray Wyatt. What are your thoughts on... The Fiend. This new kind of Bray Wyatt thing we're seeing? And I dig it. Where do you think this could go? Honestly, man, because of the, uh, the Firefly Funhouse and then The Fiend, I think that it could go both ways. I think it could be a good guy and a bad guy. And I think that Bray Wyatt is the only guy... I see that, you too, RJ. ...that can... Pull off both a heel and Joey <laughs> oh, <he> zippers down. <laughs> oh, excuse me, guys. <laughs> both a heel and a face. I think he's the only wrestler that, if they gave him that task, that he could do it. Oh yeah, and I think that Bray Wyatt has the potential that he could be the next Undertaker. Oh, absolutely. He could be the guy that will replace him. 
so to speak. I mean, nobody's nobody can replace Undertaker because it's the Undertaker. It's the friggin' Undertaker. But I mean, I mean, let's face it. Everyone, even even our favorite wrestlers, get old and move on, and the next ones come along. But I see Bray Wyatt as being that Undertaker type, and it could be if it's done right. I think actually, I think if they let Bray Wyatt. Be Bray Wyatt that he'll do it. I think if if someone else tries to do it, they'll screw it up. I think. Oh, yeah. Say hi to your brother. He just said what's up. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm looking out for you, James. <laughs> uh, you don't like that Brock's the champion. I know a lot of people are upset. Yeah, about yeah, that, yeah. But, but what are you gonna yeah. do? You know, he puts asses in seats. Well, yeah, that, and I mean, we can't really get on that whole uh, negativity tangent because, oh gosh, we can probably we could be here for show. about three hours talking about Brock Lesnar <laughs> being champion again. And as uh, even Mark Zuckerberg knows by now, we're only on from nine to ten. That's it. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, you know, and I agree with you, Bill, on that. Back to Bray Wyatt. You know, Bray Wyatt. I've always dug him. You know, follow the buzzards and all that stuff. And then, you know, the thing about it is when you have a stable like the Wyatt family, it it was great. But the problem is when you, this guy gets injured, this guy got in trouble, you know, this guy needs to take time off. Then you got the main guy, Bray. If he gets injured, then it's like, well, the Wyatt family is really not the Wyatt family. Right. Now he's to the point where he was doing stuff on his own for a little bit. Yeah. But now he had a chance. He's been gone for a while to reinvent himself. Yeah. And, and make them to the point where it's like, this is some creepy stuff. And but, creepy stuff in pro wrestling, people watch. Right. You know, the but, cool thing about what he did what's is that? he managed to find a way to reinvent himself and still be the same guy that he was before all at the same time. Oh, well, yeah, okay. it's just like an alter ego. But yeah, he's still it's Bray, Bray Wyatt. I mean, it's still Bray yeah. Wyatt, but he's like a different kind house. of Bray Wyatt. That's it. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen that, look it up on YouTube. Some of the Firefly Fly Funhouse yeah. Yeah. segments, creepy. I mean, oh, yeah. it, I, I got to tell you, this, this was uh, just, you know, since we're on the Bray White thing, and I was I was telling Joey about it with, yep, with yep. the Monday Night Reunion that they just had. Yeah. And how you know, Foley was out there, and he shows up and he attacks Foley. I thought, how kind of funny would it be if they would have had IRS, Mike oh, Rotunda, yeah. As one of the legends out there for the Raw reunion, and have him in the ring talking, oh, yeah. and then the lights go out, and it comes back on, and the fiends in the thing, and then and attacks him. But then, but now but that would just be so ironic. And Here's funny one thing I haven't noticed: when he does it now, when he did his move on Finn Balor, did he kiss his head like he always does, or did he not do that? I, no. I can't recall. Well, no, because of the uh, the mask. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because the mask, it would be because almost impossible. Because with to... the Sister Abigail, right. that was his thing. He was, you know, his thing was he's going to kiss all his enemies on their forehead and then plant their face into the mat. Right. So I just always wonder. I, I didn't I didn't look back. I need to look back on that. But, um, you know, it's just his, he's got that twisted persona that he has created, I think. Right. I don't, I, I'm sure some things... Is WWE creative? But I have a feeling, in my personal opinion, they're letting him run with it. Well, which is what I feel he should do. 
because he's got the mind for it. Well, I like the fact that he got his, that he actually went to a horror movie um, um, artist that actually Undertaker made the mask. Undertaker is king. He's the demon so king. They made, they made, <laughs> they made <laughs> the mask for him. Um, which that was in in my opinion oh, was fascinating. What was his name that made that too? It's a famous guy. Yeah. My dad always talks about him. It's a guy who does a lot of graphics, a lot of the horror movie makeup and stuff for all. What are you, Tom Savini. There you yeah. go. That's yeah. him. So. He was in From Dust Till Dawn. Yes. Yep. yep. You know, and I love the fact that they that WWE actually reached out to him to get that mask made. Because they, they wanted that little bit of a twist yeah, on, and, on his character. And I tell you what, man, I think it's going to give something back to the demographic from 18 to, to you know, to the 40-year-old range. That right. stuff like that is something we need more in wrestling. Don't get me wrong. I like the fact that they do stuff for kids and stuff, charities. They do something, you know, John Cena, everybody's friggin' hero. But, and I love John Cena, but it's like, you know, sometimes it's like, give us that adult themed aspect back again right you know what exactly. i mean exactly and, and and i feel like wwe is starting to do that again i really yeah. do yep and i and i love it man i'm, I'm always going to be a wwe fan james says stone cold was the best rock was good but stone cold was the man now james 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 i'm gonna have to tell you this all right even though i'm your brother's friend here austin was the best but the rock carried Dude. that ball Dude, The Rock could sell everything, man. In the... front of the millions and millions of Rock fans. It doesn't matter what Dude, you think. You got... No, no, no. He went, and then he went. <laughs> Just bring it. No, I didn't want you to bring it. Just bring it. I you to stop. Oh, gotcha. That, that's four, Joey. That's four. You know what? I, I can't work like this, Brad. Okay? All right. We're going to have to break out the HR stick. I, I'm going to have to talk to HR, you know. I'm feeling a little strange here. Stone Cold needs to have his own show. He's got he's a load coming out. He's got, he's he's got, got a Broken Skull Ranch. And now he's got another one. Was it Being Stone Cold? Right On the USA Network, August 12th, right after Raw. <laughs> he's going to take different celebrities and different people, and you're just going to hang out with Stone Cold and do the things that he likes to do? Right. Exactly. Let me tell you, if, I mean, there, if there was one wrestler I would want to hang out and sit down at a bar and drink a beer... It's Stone Cold Steve Austin. Although, yeah, no, 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 I'd be afraid that no, if somebody I, pissed him off, no, 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 they'd end up in jail. That so. would be cool to do, but if if there's one wrestler, I'm going to sit down at a bar and I'm going to have some drinks with, and I'm going to ask, we're going to tell stories and talk to. Mm-hmm. It's Ric Flair. Woo! <laughs> Come on, man! The Nature Boy, Nature Boy, that wheeling, dealing <laughs> son of a gun. That somebody that I would like to sit across the table and just styling you know, and profile, just open kiss up. stealing, <laughs> limousine riding. I don't know what order he says it in, but he's got like twenty of them. Yeah, yeah. go ahead, Brad. No, no, yeah, it's your right. turn. No, no, that's cool, man. <laughs> he is I'm space here, right? <laughs> He is space mountain. That's yeah, right. Somebody that I'd like to be across the table from is uh, Jeff Hardy. Um, Jeff Hardy has had yeah, so man. many good matches in his career, man. It's oh just, yeah. I mean, the bumps and stuff that he's had. He has. And he's had his share of ups and downs, I mean, in, in his personal life, too. But, you know, I yep. still have a lot of respect for that man. Absolutely. Oh, no, no. Absolutely. Hey, don't get me wrong. 100%. There's a lot of wrestlers I'd love oh, yeah. to sit down and talk with. But if I had, if you, you know, made me just pick one. Right. It, it's got to be, it's got to be Flair, man. got to be Flair. Because for one, well, for I one. I got to say something about Flair, <laughs> for too. For one, Flair, when I, like I said, when I, back when I first got into wrestling. 
I mean, Flair was at the height. He was the man. Right? He was. He was, man. He was was the champ. He was... He was the... He was just... He was, man. He was was it, man. He was right up there with Junkyard Dog. And and chances are, if (laughs) you... King Kong Bundy. Yeah. And chances are... Jimmy Valiant. He was very, very... uh, Boogie Boogie Man. He was very popular with the ladies, so chances are, men, if you have a wife from that era... She's probably been with Ric Flair. Just just going to throw that out there. Whether it was a kiss or, you know, a date or, you know, I'm not going to go there. But, you know, Ric Flair, he's probably been with her. So, um, but speaking of Ric Flair. I mean, so be proud wait, wait, what is it called? The cheapest, the dirtiest player in the game? Yeah. That's it. But Ric Flair, listen, I used to work at Kelsey's Pizzeria in Port St. John. And my boss, who was there, he was a big Ric Flair fan. He wasn't a wrestling fan anymore, but he grew up as a Ric Flair fan. So when he knew me and Kyle Swinesburg when we worked there, he'd always talk about Ric Flair. So he would joke around and he would go, Okay, Joey, Kyle, who would win? All right. John Rambo, the Terminator, uh, Superman, or Ric Flair? Ric Flair. I seen your comment, James. I seen your comment. What did he say? I didn't read it. I can't see shit. I can't. What he said was to chop you. (laughs) I got him. Uh, chop him. <laughs> he said, chop him. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, Yes, we was in the bar with Hacksaw and Jim Duggan. Oh, yeah. Uh, James, the torture rack. <laughs> Remember that one? <laughs> Bang! Yeah, man, I wish I could have seen that. That's my favorite story you tell me, man. I always ask him to tell me that story. Oh, uh, yeah, that was great. Do you want... Well, I don't yeah, know. That, that, should, should you tell him? Is it more negative or well, no? Well, no, it's not negative. Oh, just, go ahead. We were just years ago. We were at a bar. Hacksaw was in the bar. Bunchers were hanging out. My brother, who is, he's not a big guy. He's a little dude, you know. Right. <laughs> and uh, he was drunk, and Hacksaw's in there, and he kept yelling at Hacksaw. He kept yelling, not yelling at him, but yelling towards him. Every time Hacksaw would look at him, my brother would go, and we'll put you in the torture rack. And all my buddies kept egging my brother on, buying him shots, going, here, man, you know. You should go say this, him. say this. You know, here, I'll buy you two shots. Drink one. Go throw one in his face. What's he going to do? <laughs> so I, I threatened all my friends. I said, if you cause that man to want to beat up my brother and I have to fight Hacksaw in this bar because of y'all... I swear I will get even with each and every one of you. <laughs> I had a, a, the privilege of whenever I was working for uh, for a cable company that um, I got called out to Hacksaw Jim Duggan's house. Um, and I, right on. RJ and says he'd like to sit across from Scott Hall or Xbox. Yeah, yes. man. <laughs> well, um, get a little click action. <laughs> so, Say hello to the bad guy. So I, I, I get to the house and his wife is just completely. His That's wife five. is a complete and total bitch. Uh, she's like tearing me up one side and down the other. And uh, Hacksaw comes out. And I was like, oh, you're, you're Hacksaw Jim Duggan. He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, we're having some problem out here with the uh, the TV. So he takes me out into his man cave where he's got his titles and all that. Oh, kind of that is cool. And, and, I, and, and you were probably like, yeah, I, I was, man. I, I was starstruck. He's got a two-by-four hanging up above the fireplace. That's it, man. <laughs> this is the one I broke over Sting's back. This one right here. No, nah, but, I mean, he was, like, super cool, man. He was, like, one of the most chill uh, people that I've ever met. Funny thing about Hacksaw, my wife, uh, she went to, when she was little and she was in dance school, you know, she was doing, uh, like, you know, ballerina and stuff like that and right. dancing. Um 
his daughter was in the same dance class, so they Hacksaw would go to them at time to time and nice. he'd be there, which I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, oh, hey, yeah. you know, yeah, because you never see these folks local. You know, you never think they're local, and then you hear people, oh, yeah, he was in the store. <laughs> oh, God, what? My brother says he wants to hang out with Trish or Lita. <laughs> I mean, well, I can't do that anymore. I, I would have liked to at one time, but I love my wife very much. <laughs> my wife would not care if they're pro wrestlers or not. She would kill me. Yeah, she, she's watching the show, isn't she? She is. Yeah. Yes, okay. she is. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Thanks for your support, hun. <laughs> so, see, he is here. <laughs> yep, absolutely. I am nowhere else. I am where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> but he got here like 30 minutes later than he told us he would be. I don't know what he was doing. Because <laughs> I had to go to Walmart to pick oh, up some supplies. Okay, that's <laughs> Actually, uh, I beat Bill here. About seven minutes before we went on the air, as a matter of fact. I don't even know where he was. He was all out of breath, sweating, didn't know what he was talking about. Seriously, guys, all right, I'm getting along with her right now. You guys need to stop. All right? For reals. For reals. Love you, babe. All right. So, uh, you know, we've we've joked around, you know, a couple indies and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. you know, and we got some really awesome shirts. You know, thanks to uh, to, to Bill's sister there, Tangela Owen. Tangela Owen. Yes, yes. Um, Thank you again. And uh, so, you know, we've got you know I've got somebody's over at uh, AMB Graphics. You know, that they do great graphics there in Cocoa. Um, you know, you got some people up in uh, Titusville that you wanted to plug or no. No, no I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was for you, Mark, in case you're watching. <laughs> Cooper, <laughs> Coop. So, um, uh, I'll think of one right now. Uh, I do like. I go there all the time, man. Is uh, Mr. Submarine? Oh yeah, well yeah. In Titusville. Yeah, if you're in Titusville and you want to. Every Mr. time I go Submarine. over to Bill's house, Bill's like, "Hey, Mr. Submarine Salas is the place." Are to you go. in the mood for a sub? Yeah, Bill, why? You know, Mr. Submarine's right by my and, house. And they're, you know, they're, you know <laughs> check it out. And they fill you up. They're, they're not promoting us. You know, we're not yeah, getting anything from them. It's just, it's just best if you're in the Bar County area, Titusville, go check out Mr. Submarine subs. Great price, and you will be full. Bill? Anybody? Um, nah. Nothing I can think of right off the top of my head. You are terrible at this. I'm just kidding. (laughs) You know, I mean... Well, this is our this is our first show. So, anyways, yeah, yeah. What we want to do is we want to check out Titus Landings. It's our new big thing in Titusville. There you go, everybody there. Go, yeah. go check out Titus Landings. Check it out. Shop yeah. there. Hobby Lobby. I love yeah. my Hobby Lobby. Hobby Lobby. Yeah. yeah you know, right, right, right. I do my adult color. Come visit one of our sixty-seven dollar generals. <laughs> Dude, seriously, when I finally saw that they put a Dollar Tree back in my hometown, I was excited because I'm like, this thing has not had this, but they had fifty. Freaking Dollar Generals everywhere, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's like Dollar General taking over Brevard, man. Yeah. Right, right. I like that uh, pink controller you got there for the Xbox. Yeah, yeah. It, it, right, it right. matches my. Um, you're, you're, it matches my thong. 
So, right, right, uh, right. Yeah. Got a match. Got a match when you play your games. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. When I'm wearing my boxers and I play my games, absolutely. Yeah, you know, well, I like my controllers to match. I don't like it whenever my uh, mm-hmm. my thong wraps around. I mean, it kind of hurts, almost like rubber bands. So, well, you give yeah. yourself a wedgie. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. why. That's why you probably shouldn't wear a thong, man. Oh, yeah. you guys don't wear them. <laughs> so this is an intervention, apparently. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, well, we just learned a lot about Brad that we did not know about. Could so be worse, he could say... He I feel we have gone closer. Could have been worse, he could have said that he wore edible underwear all day long till the end of that night when they were good and seasoned, and then yes, he ate them. Yes, yes, Good God. Good God, boys. Good God. That's totally right. worse. Yep, you yep, need yep. a safe place? So, again, this is an intervention for Bill. No, I said that would have been worse. That would have been worse. Yeah. 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 So, um, let's see. What's uh, what's some other topics we can what touch did, on? What did RJ say about Mr. Submarine real quick? Right next to me. <laughs> Summer- oh, I got a perfect business to plug. Who's that? So, if you want to get a good deal on Trek bikes for professional bike riding, stop at 10 Speed okay. over in Titusville off of Hopkins. Right, all right. Where Mr. Submarine... Uh, used to be, they used to have it over in that plaza. Yeah, right the submarine move. I keep forgetting the name of the plaza. Sorry, RJ. But uh, check out 10 Speed. Um, really good deals. You'll get the best service you'll ever get. Right. Any bike, they can work on it. So go to them. And just uh, so everybody knows, we are not being paid for these sponsorships right now. <laughs> no. Uh, so, no. Uh, so, uh, wait, wait, know. wait a minute. We're not? What? Man, I was under here under false pretenses. What the hell is wrong with you, Brad? <laughs> All right, I'm just kidding. And also, uh, you know, the, the company that flashed before everything. So, uh, Mooner Designs. That's my personal brand. Uh, my yep, graphic yep. design and everything. Uh, all the graphics have been provided for the show. has been by myself. And uh, then we'll go ahead and move from there. Anyways, oh, yeah. back to the... You're welcome, RJ. <laughs> Sorry, I just read his comment. Yeah, back to the wrestling and everything. Uh, so, like I said, this is being the inaugural show. We're getting pretty much uh, a chance to, to know each other. That's it. This was good, man. This is like what me and Bill do. When I go and hang out at his house, we're watching movie. We never get to watch the movie because I'm always talking. Right, right. figure. But, and, and I'm sorry, brother. One day we will finish a movie together. Yeah. I swear to God. Yeah. But it's like this is what we do. We shoot the shit. Right. We could sit around for hours talking about stuff. And then at least a good portion of its wrestling. Well, now we can set that aside for Thursdays every night, 9 to 10 o'clock, YouTube. Check Absolutely. us out live. That's yeah, it. That was we another will, plug. We'll do, <laughs> yeah, we'll do some like we do here. We'll just, you know, just talk stuff at random. But yeah, we're man. also going to put together little little returning little segment things that we'll, we'll like to do. You know, yeah, that, man. I'm at home pumped some, for those, I, man. Come up with some different ideas yeah, I'm about definitely stuff. pumped for those, man. And and, yeah. and honestly, kudos. I just want to say thank you to Brad for giving us the opportunity to do this because this is something like I said in the beginning of the show. Bill and I have been talking about, man, we should do YouTube. We should just give it a shot, try it. And, and here we go. We had a guy, Brad here, who Bill knew before me, and I, I just met Brad not that long ago. He's a great guy, and he sets up the format for us. Well, I was trying to be nice, but he—he's a real jerk, guys. All right, no, uh, great guy set up this format for us. I, you know, and I'm—I'm I'm pumped to give you guys my thoughts, my opinions. You know, to sit around talk about wrestling, something that I love. 
something I know you love and yeah. something you love. And, 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 you know, hopefully there's fans out there that are watching it with, well, as we're doing this, that'll get a kick out of us because, you know, we try to be funny, but we also try to be serious and just get our points across. And, you know, it's – I'm really pumped for it, guys. I really am. This is this is going to be oh, exciting. Yeah. This but, is really cool. Yeah, and then we're, we've, you know, kicked around a couple ideas, you know, like segments, you know, like the rapid fire thing that Bill was talking about earlier. I, I think that's a killer idea. Oh, man, you that's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's, I mean. It's, it's also going to piss him off because oh, he's yeah. going to see some of my suggestions and he's going to be like, pass. Right, right. So. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, absolutely. 100%. I'm going to shoot the shit. The, the stuff, lot of stuff. Yes. <laughs> I mean, and there might be great ideas, but it's just it's in my nature. I just, you know, it's just it. I bring, I bring no, the. It's, uh, it's I, I just have a habit of bringing the best out. Laugh snacks. <laughs> so bring the thumb Laugh down. snacks, right on, Brandon. <laughs> Laugh snacks. If you could have your own finishing move, how would it look, and what would it be called? Oh, Ooh. that's a good Well, one. first of all, comment back. I need to know which one of my boys is right in that. Is it Brandon, Max, or Aaron? Let's see. So, Just tell him it's none of his business. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, you know what? I'll answer the question, though, first. Um, honestly, when I was a kid, I think every guy, and, and they tell you, don't try this at home. Leave the danger to us. Well, of course, like a normal kid, I didn't listen to the TV commercial, you know, but we weren't jumping off houses and stuff, you know. Wait, what did he write? Oh, no, that's Tangela. Thanks, Ashley. Okay, so, uh, uh, but when I was... Thank you, Tangela, again. Sure, sir. When cool. me and my buddies, one of my best Brad friends... Likes, likes them, too. One of my best friends, Jarvis, I'm going to embarrass you. One, one of my best friends that we hung out with, I've known him since fourth grade, he'd come over every weekend, my buddy Devin O'Doherty and Jarvis Caldwell, we would just beat the living hell out of each other on the mattress in the living room, Monday Night Raw playing in the crowd, we're oh, fighting yeah. over who's going to be champion, oh, yeah. Jarvis would always be like, you ain't going to be champion, you can't be Triple H because he's champion, <laughs> I was just like, whatever, but we would wrestle around and knock the shit out of each other and you oh, know, yeah. or Knock the stuff out of each other. Hey, you know, it's Brandon. I know. I was just being smart. It's Brandon, by the so, way. So, Brandon. Hey, Brandon. Good guy. Hey, congrats on the engagement, brother. Can't wait for the bachelor party. Vegas. Congratulations, dude. So, uh, yeah, man. And uh, so, you know, we were doing stuff like that. And so, you know, it, you would just, as a kid, you would do dumb stuff. Right. Now, looking back on it, there's probably things I shouldn't have done. But a signature move, Brandon, I promise you, I know Squirrel. But I promise you, uh, my finisher move I used to call, uh, 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 it was like a Stone Cold Stunner. Right. But I, I would call it the Cold Steel Stunner because I couldn't create a name, you know. <laughs> then I came up with a cool name like Big Shot Joe. Huh? Right. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> now, um, <laughs> now, with me... Um, I, I used to work there at, uh, at Walmart in the entire Louisville Express area, and um, I had a friend of mine, his name's Carrie, uh, Carrie Norris, awesome dude. But anyways, um, him and I, we had this uh, fictitious tag team. Um, I was Torque. I can't remember what his name was. Torque? Yeah. Was Torque. it Wrench? No, no. Was the other name Wrench? That, Please tell me. That would have been cool. That would have no. Torque and Wrench. But anyways. The mechanics. <laughs> <laughs> the mechanics coming down now live. But we right. used to have this uh, finisher that we would call the torque twist. So basically, right, right, it was right. like it was almost like uh, yeah the 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 oh god um god I can't remember the name of it. But anyways, one goes up, grab him by the neck with his feet, and then the other one grabs him, and it's almost like a stunner. 
So, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, the Stone Cold Stunner was awesome. Right. Like, let's be real. That's, to me, one of the greatest finishing moves of all time. You don't have to be a big guy to do it. And even if you're a small guy, you can still do it. The other guy just has to sell it for you. Uh, to me, that was great. It's like the RKO. RKO oh, yeah. is one of the best finishers of all time, man. Yeah, me, it would have been something like a, a, a like a, a power bomb or a, a, I could know, see that. Yeah, an this attitude adjustment, a, something along those lines. AA. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, F five, something. Ooh, that, you know, Death Valley Driver. Obviously, it's going to be. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Obviously, it's going to be you know no, just no. something. I would, I like those moves that are just all the kind. Power. Just yeah, just just all power. Oh, just yeah, when you say it, just like guys. oh, you just cringe like oh my god, dude. Like, right. I think he might have killed somebody. You know that yeah. kind yeah. of move. Oh yeah, yeah, man. You know you you want to believe somebody's dead in the ring? Absolutely. Oh yeah. You know, no, <laughs> no. But seriously, I get where you're coming from. Like yeah, you, know, you talk about the, the tag team one year. Me and a buddy of mine years ago, Halloween. We came up with, we were a tag team wrestlers. We designed our own costumes. We did tie-dye. It was purple, green, white tie-dye. Right. We painted our face up purple, green, white, black. Right on. And we were the bong swatters, hack and choke. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and you know what? That That is pretty creative. And honestly, it probably would have been an ECW gimmick. Yeah. yeah. That would have been a whole broken, broken like, bong. It was like a weapon. Yeah, man, bring out the bong. That's how you win the match, And right? it's, what's funny about it is we had another buddy of mine who dressed as Sting for the, the same Halloween party. And... We had made up another shirt, you know, another tie-dye shirt. And at the party, when he come up as Sting, we were standing there attacking Choke. My bro- we threw a shirt at him, and we told him, you're either with us or you're against us. <laughs> That's it. N-W-O. But, uh, yeah, it was funny. Nah, my brother-in-law just said, you do it. I can't visualize it. Do it. Finish him. RJ, I can't, you know, I don't want to I don't want to show Bill up. You know? He always like the high-flying finisher. Maybe next episode. <laughs> yeah, man. Now, um, I, I actually was involved in a, uh, a backyard wrestling federation. Oh, boy. Here's the one WWE hates. <laughs> Go so, ahead. We used to call it the uh, Insane Fucked Up Wrestling. Steel Stunner. Insane Fucked Up Wrestling. IFW. So, yeah. we had a backyard oh, okay. wrestling <laughs> I turned my whole back porch into a backstage area. We got this oh, black, that's awesome. We got this black tarp and we wrapped the entire back porch. I went ahead and I took this old waterbed frame and I built this arch that had lights in it and everything. Oh, and dude. we had we had these switches and all this other kind of stuff. And I would hit the music for somebody. Right, we right. would hit the uh, the fog machines right, and then we'd right. start hitting the switches and stuff all crazy. And we had so a, how many times I gotta ask? Yeah. Did it set on fire? Zero. <laughs> Zero. Good deal. Yeah, All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm I was, impressed. I, I was good with uh, with the electrical and hooking and stuff. You know, Lapsnack says and always he always loved the high flying finishers. Yes, he did because his how favorite wrestler if was Jeff Hardy. Move was like what Ricochet does now. I <laughs> would. I would. I would I'll jump. I would, I'll do two and a half revolutions. <laughs> I tell you what, Bill. If we were amazing. If we were in a match and you were doing that, I'd, we, if we had room in here. I'd, I'd show you all. But yeah, yeah, man. You know. You know what? Yeah, but Otis has already got you cornered on that one, man. Otis. Which one? Oh, is that that tag theory? Yeah. Didn't you say you created a move called the banana hammock? <laughs> Who said that? RJ. RJ. Yeah, man. Don't be talking about that yet. It's not done yet. It's, it, you. you 
Cup it's still in the grab. works. It's in the works. Cup and grab. Cup, yeah. <laughs> Except you cup, but I like to move a little and then it, grab. And, and you get those two fingers in the taint. Right, right, right. So we are definitely not talking about that again. So yeah, and, and again, I'm learning a lot about bread. This is this is really good. I Things feel keep like taking an unexpected <laughs> twist. Yes, yes. Um, so moving on, and uh, <laughs> no. Uh, not but I do want to talk about, we talking about we're talking about wrestling with demons apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me let me bring this up though. So we were talking about certain wrestlers matches, whatever, what got us into it. I will tell you how excited I am for the new company AEW to get on national television. I, I just TNT, it brings back that WCW aspect and it's a Rhodes. Oh yeah, Cody Rhodes is, in my opinion, Cody Rhodes is Cody Rhodes, but it re- kind of reminds me, you know, calm the the owner. Right, he's given him that checkbook. Yeah, Cody, I think knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not Star Trek con. Right, <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars con. Yeah, yeah. so right. uh, you know, he's given him that checkbook and pretty much saying, you know, you guy and the young bucks, you guys know this business. Is what I take from it. I, you know, and, and hold on a second, hold on. And so, and so, uh, you know, he's gonna run with it like Eric Bischoff did. Right. Except, I think Cody is gonna have a good mind for it because let's Tuck face it, he learned from his father, Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Who said what? what a, it? Someone's a tucking. Ashley Hill's a tucking tan and and tucking what? Xander Wilby said, "Not the taint." <laughs> yeah, man. Like I, again, this carry and the taint. <laughs> yes, yes, it does, yes, James. My brother says the figure four. And, and, and technically, yes, it technically, it's considered a submission move. <laughs> yep. But if the guy's not submitting after probably about five minutes, you should probably stop doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that, no. That's not good. <laughs> and if things uh, start arising, whenever you do, you need to let go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. You know, this probably shouldn't be a move we use. Yeah. Now thinking back on it, you okay, know. Okay, yeah, well, moving on. Vince McMahon would just tell you you can't use it. So, yeah, 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 absolutely. PG. Yeah. PG era. PG yeah. era. Yeah. Yeah. I was just reading something. In fact, you said PG era, and I was talking. Um, Vince McMahon, there was a little thing on Facebook I read saying he does not want to go back, and I quote, to gory crap. In other words, the TV 14... Right. You know, but I have a feeling there's some things that will come back. You will see things more adult te- television on his show. So I'm still going to give it a chance. I'm excited. I'm stoked. You know, I yeah. think within the next year, WWE is going to transition. Right now, the last few years, I feel like they were a transitional stage. You know, they got these deals nationwide India, Australia, Saudi Arabia, right. you know, these big events. So they call in these big names. Which we're not going to talk about Goldberg versus The Undertaker. I refuse. No, no, no. Nope, not going to do it. So, what uh, prudent. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, what probably shouldn't have happened, but should have happened 20 years ago, because that match would have been amazing. And then, no, not to discredit those guys, because they are two of my favorite of all time. Right. It's just, you know, I think maybe Goldberg forgot how old he is, um, yeah. um, you know, and he still thinks he's a 20-year-old young buck, and I think it caught up to him. But I, that's right. just my opinion. I love Goldberg, um, but it was still awesome to see the yep. first two minutes of it. And then, you know, after that, I was more or less moving on. To so, me, to once me, he got concussed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, he got concussed, and, you know, you saw him hit that ring post, man, and it was like, 
oh boy, you know, and yeah, you know, Taker, Taker's in physical, and both of those guys for their age are in phenomenal shape. Taker, you know, looks the best he has in the last, I think, probably ten years, man. Yeah, he looked really rough uh, whenever he was facing Roman Reigns, and then uh, and then again whenever he was facing John you know, Cena. Yeah, I mean, he, he didn't look, you know, like the Taker. He he looked like he was tired. Yeah, well, and you got to think, man. These guys get injuries, and you know, and 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 when you're not wrestling all the time anymore, too, you got to think it keeps these guys on their game. When you go back, thanks, RJ. What did he say? He says, FYI, gentlemen, y'all are doing great for your first podcast. You're the man, RJ. Appreciate it, brother. <laughs> and Ashley Hill agrees. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks right. everybody. Right on. <laughs> so, um, you know, but I think it's, what was I talking about? Bill had to interrupt. And, you know. <laughs> it's it about, you know, these guys are... are oh, yes. Gonna... Yes. So, you know, the, these guys that are on full time, like you, you hear them always talk about Brock Lesnar. And you know what? I'm not even going to discredit Brock Lesnar on a real note. Brock Lesnar is good. I like Brock Lesnar. He is a physical aspect, you know, he comes out. Now, he has a special deal with Vince, okay, and I'm sure it even upsets some of the boys in the back, but at the end of the day, they're doing it on that on that uh, mainstream, you know, like the WWE, they're doing it for the fans. YouTube I looks a million times better than Facebook Live. Yeah. <laughs> right well, on, right on. Yeah, well, then again, we're also using higher uh, definition uh, cameras for the uh, the YouTube uh, channel. Uh, the Facebook is, is kind of uh, spotty. But um, I got a quick question. Just for who? Before we run out of time, just for both of y'all. Okay. What wrestler... What one guy do you think that never was world champion should have been a world champion? You want to go first? You go for it. Okay, I honestly feel that's never been world champion. That could have been a great world champion. No, no, that could have been, should have been. Oh, should Should have. Should have at one point in time won the title at least once, but never did. They never put the belt on him. The world title. My opinion, and I've told you this a while back, Jake the Snake Roberts. I, the innovator of the DDT, you know, his his psychology in the ring, he would have been a phenomenal heel champion. And, and you know, it, it wasn't like he was one of those big, jacked-up dudes, but he knew his stuff, and he could play a bad guy better than anybody. Yeah. You know, and then when he used to get that snake out, you know, oh, yeah. one of the greatest times was when he fought Macho Man and he brought the snake out. Right. But, it, you know, the thing is, is that I felt like his character, again, it was it was great. He could have been world champion, in oh, my yeah. opinion. You? I, I, honestly, I, I mean, he kind of put me on the spot there. I, I, I'm really not even thinking of anybody at the, at the uh, moment. I mean, I, I know that... Jeff Hardy's only had it once. Uh, no, Matt, I, I, I think he's had it twice because he twice. won the world heavyweight title once against CM Punk in a ladder match. And he also got it from uh, Undertaker that one time. Yeah, and, and he his first one, and I just posted it on Beyond the Squared Circle, our group on Facebook. Check it out. Um, I, I posted it on there. Jeff Hardy's very first title victory. He was in a triple threat with... Triple H and Edge. It was a SmackDown That's main right. event. That's right. That's right. Okay. And, and and Triple H hit that pedigree on uh, on Edge, and then right after that, Jeff comes down with that Swanton bomb, yep. pins him, and it was like the whole crowd erupted because it's not so much oh he won it finally for the first time. It was you deserve it. Right. See, that's what I like when I see those guys that have been cr- scratching and crawling for all those years, like Kofi Kingston. Yeah. He deserved it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. 
It was I will say great. one guy that comes to my mind when he was in I well, I think he kind of got a little bit of a raw deal in WWE, and I think he could have been a good, you know, guy to 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 be a champion in, in WWE. Would have been because I always liked him, Mr. Kennedy. Oh, oh without yeah. a doubt. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, he had the chops, man. He, but then again, he was also a uh, very stiff worker, from what I understand. But you know what? He, you hear that about a lot of guys that are in wrestling still now, too. Right. I think he just. I don't know what really would happen. I think he just, you know. You know, and he he, he made the wrong person mad, and uh, he kind of yeah. got <laughs> Randy Orton. Yeah. Right. No, I mean, I, I completely and totally agree with uh, with Mr. Kennedy. He was great. He um, was. Before we uh, run out of time, I mean, I just want to go ahead and get this oh, yeah. quick. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, sir. For, uh, for Hype Pro Wrestling. Um, uh, live September 14th at the Ace Cafe Orlando, Florida. Watch as Zach Monstar faces off against the son of Misery, Alex Misery. Triple Threat Turmoil Treehouse Lee versus Mikey Spandex versus Remy. And special tag team match as the past versus the present. The Headbangers versus the brothers, and so much more. Saturday, September 14th at the Ace Cafe, presented by Hype Pro Wrestling and Street Elegance. I, I will say this much, man. You know, with the indies and everything that have been contacting us, I mean, even before we went on our, our inaugural show, I have to say a huge thanks for each and every one of those promotions. Oh, absolutely. That, that's, that's even remotely thinking about supporting us. That, that takes the time out to do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you so know, thank you. Atomic Revolutionary Wrestling, Alex Red, thank you so much. You know, we've got David Milan uh, from Hype Pro Wrestling. Thank you so much. You guys are awesome for taking the time to, to talk to us. And we would love to plug you guys on our show um, any day of the week or even have you as a special guest here in the studio. Absolutely, man. So, um, and, uh, Xander Wooby, he's got a question. Where can we get the sweet teas? These ones here. Right on, man. I'm telling See, it's because I was doing this. I kept My doing sister this. made these for me, and she made one for Joey, and we're going to get her to make one for Brad. But these were just kind of one-offs right now. But we will, we are working on getting some stuff. We're getting some t-shirts with the logos on it. Just stay give, just give us some time. Stay we, we will have these <laughs> offered and for sale at some point. And, uh, and yeah, we will definitely um, at, at some point uh, here in the future. We're going to go ahead and and put up a store. Um, we've got stickers. I know that you. Oh guys, yeah, I forgot you, you had know, those made. That's all. Awesome. We've, we've got some stickers here. We've got some stickers there. We got stickers made up for everybody. So can I have one, dude? These are this I'm is your to this, have is, one? this is your stack, man. Right on. Come on, Frodo. Um, <laughs> so you know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I went ahead and I had these uh, made for uh, for my business, Mooner Designs, but I'm going to go ahead and have a bunch of them made up for uh, for uh, Space Coast Real Elite Wrestling also. Yeah, man. You know, the, these little uh, rubber bands. I mean, yeah. Again, again, I just want to say again, really, just big, big thanks to my sister, Tanks, for making these ones for us. Absolutely. They, right they on. That, cool. That's cool. They are cool, and it's cool that you guys like them. Um, like you said, just give us time, and we will have them available. Absolutely. 100%. So, um, anyways, we're getting ready to go ahead and wrap this up. We want to go ahead and hear from everybody that's watched the uh, the podcast, what you guys think of it. Drop you know something in the comments. Tell your friends about us. 
have everybody go ahead and subscribe to us. Make sure to hit that little bell. And to the right. To the right. <laughs> and not just oh, subscribe. To the right. <laughs> not just subscribe to our YouTube channel, but don't forget on Facebook, if you're friends with Brad, me, or Joey. Beyond the Square Beyond the Square Circle. Circle. That's our group wrestling page that was created. Again, it's that that group page is what birthed this. It, this is where it, this it did all come it from. It really did because oh, you yeah. guys started talking. We started about doing it. that. We started talking about that. We started talking, and this this came from that. So so join that. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Also, don't forget if you did like the show, hit that little thumbs up like button. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your friends. Next week, we will be back again. But you can also find us on Facebook. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify. You can find us on Google Play Music. Can they find us on Tweeter yet? We cannot find us on Tweeter yet because I'm not, not on big, the Tweeter. I'm not a big fan of Tweeter. On the line. Tweeter. Uh, on, not on the line. Um, All right, so no <laughs> we Tweeter. Are, we are on Instagram, though. Um, right, right, right. And for the most part... If you get in contact with us on any of those, for the most part, you're probably going to be talking to me. Um, and if you just ride around Titusville screaming Captain Bill, you might find me. Uh, yep, yeah, yep, yep. Uh, Villas at Water's Edge. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to bleep that one out. Well, I did. I will be moving. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame, Bill. We like that place, man. <laughs> um, I do want to say, though, guys, this, this is awesome. We've said this a lot already, but... Yeah. I am so looking forward to the next episode, yeah, and too. I'm looking forward to seeing all you guys tune in next week so you can once again experience the screw. Absolutely. Three, two, one. Screw. Bye. <laughs>